tough loss for my uh, Alabama Crimson Tide and hopefully some new beginnings for this Bengals offense. We've got a lot to talk about on this new Wincy show. Thank you guys for showing up. Let's roll this intro and get this show started. Good morning, afternoon, Astro. evening. I'm Garrett. This is the new Wincy show. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. It is the new NC show. My name is Garrett. Thank you all for tuning in. And the Bengals are back at 500, and I've got some bad news about college football, at least in my life. My Alabama Crimson Tide lost to Tennessee. I was talking a lot of a lot of smack, um, running my mouth a little bit against that uh, hooker run offense, and we got beat, but... Honestly, it was a great game. Uh, I really think that our team needed to lose to be able to go and move forward and progress as a team and as a family. And I think that it's really important that we can capitalize on these next couple weeks. And hopefully if the Crimson Tide can keep rolling and we can keep winning games, that'll be ideal for us to get into the playoffs and eventually go into the national championship if all works out well sorry i wanted that very fast but i do want to say i am sorry for uh not uploading last week i had a family emergency that i was dealing with and i um do apologize for all that stuff going on um i'll keep you guys updated if anything happens but for right now we're just making sure that everything is uh everything's okay so um, should be okay. I'm sorry. Once again, sorry for the no upload and I'll make sure to keep everybody, uh, keep everybody, if they keep me in their thoughts and prayers and everybody will, everything will turn out fine. Life will continue to go on and Bengals football will continue to go on, but not after we continue to talk about this college football slate. A lot of things have happened. Ohio state, I believe in my eyes, undoubtedly right now purely based off of records and their performance number one team in the country i don't think any team really comes close um i think georgia still looks really good tennessee obviously unbeaten and if honestly if you can go and have something crazy where let's say as I'm looking at these games right now, Ohio State beats Iowa 7-0. and And Tennessee, they're playing U- UT Martin. So we can all assume how that game is going to go. But then again, no one predicted Appalachian State to beat uh, Texas A&M. So we don't know what happens. Sorry, Jimbo, just a little uh, dagger in there once again. Um, if you can have... Uh, 7-0 Ole Miss team beat LSU, another big uh, SEC matchup that could boost them up in the AP uh, top 25 poll. Maybe we can go and see some shuffling around. Maybe if we end up beating Mississippi State, we could jump back up to five, maybe get ourselves back into contention for the playoffs. Um, That loss is crippling a little bit. Um, It'll be a blemish on a perfect season, uh, obviously, but hopefully – 
if we can continue to just week in, week out win games, obviously just keep stacking the wins. It's something that we can all uh, we can all hope for. But uh, speaking of more college football games, UC still ranked top twenty five. Congratulations, guys! I'm really uh, really happy that that like even even though I do go to uh, Alabama, I do I was a UC fan before I went there and or came here, I should say, and. I mean, it's it's good to finally be able to consistently say that we're back in the top 25 because I know there were a couple of years uh, towards the end of my high school days where we weren't necessarily one of the best teams in college football, definitely weren't playoff contenders. And so it's, it's nice to see that program succeed and uh, see everybody who roots for them uh, go and uh, be able to show why they uh, are fans for them. So it's, it's very exciting. But um, continuing... Big, big 12 matchup, Texas and Oklahoma State. Texas in the back, uh, back in the top 25 abs- after absolutely dog walking Oklahoma and everything else happening uh, throughout the college football slate right now. It's just a wild college football season. Hennon Hooker, CJ Stroud right now, I'd say up there neck and neck probably for Heisman. Um, Bryce obviously fell off a little bit only because of the loss. And I don't necessarily think it was Bryce's fault. He didn't really do anything to where it was anything that damaged his reputation. It's just wins matter, man. And if Bryce can go and end up maybe leading, uh, leading us back into a national championship, maybe the, maybe the narrative is different, but for right now he's, um, I wouldn't say he's, going to New York yet um, or wherever they're having the ceremony, probably New York uh, where it usually is. But um, yeah, college football this weekend, everybody pay attention. Obviously, like I said earlier, uh, if you're an Ohio state fan, you guys know Ohio state, Iowa, that's going to be a good big 10 matchup. Um, I mean, I was always going to give you a fight. It doesn't matter whether or not they're six and out or own six. It's hard to beat those boys. And Ohio State is Ohio State. So you should be able to go and see those teams uh, battle it out. I'm not expecting a super high-scoring game from Iowa, but, I mean, you never know. Any given Saturday, right? So maybe uh, they'll be able to give the supposedly unstoppable Ohio State Buckeyes a run for their money. Um, and that would be a, that'll be a good thing to see for everybody who uh, wants to get into contention for the uh, – this college football playoff this year and this crazy college football season so far, Alabama's down, Ohio state's up, Tennessee's up, everybody's ship shifting, shaping 15 year droughts gone goalposts gone in the river. GoFundMe's started for the goalposts, just everything crazy. Um, But moving on to Bengals football, we are back to level 500, three and three. We're officially back on track. I think that uh, I would definitely agree with Joe and the team where this three game stretch for the Bengals is probably the most important for the rest of the season because you have home against the Falcons. And then you go to Cleveland and then you host the Panthers. Sorry, you couldn't see that. That was more on the side. But the, that three-game stretch is 
going to be important. You need to stack wins at that time. If you can go in in and out of the bye week winning games, that would be incredible. And we saw the offense click against the Saints towards the second half, the first half, uh, just a little bit of a error on Trent Taylor's part. Um, I think if that doesn't happen, that game is not as close as it was. I just think that the Saints offense was just kind of able to roll because they knew they had a touchdown to fall back on at the beginning of that game. So uh, obviously I still think even without uh, Logan Wilson and without much of a run defense in the middle, more like D tackles, uh, less, less edge rushers. I'm not really worried about our edge rushers. Sam and Trey have been playing great so far and our secondary has been playing great too. When Dax was out on the field, you saw his range at the end of the, at the end of the game, uh, when Andy was trying to throw that Hail Mary, uh, yuck up pass to whoever was out there, uh, after Jamar absolutely balled out. And so did Joe. Um, but needless to say, it's, I, I'm really thinking that this isn't necessarily a get right game, but this is a, this is a move forward game where we start to stack wins and we start to go and perform at high levels and everybody starts to not necessarily get their confidence back, but just starts to get in the groove a little bit more like the second half of the year last year. And if we can keep rolling and stacking wins like we did last year, just a little bit earlier in the season, I think we're going to have a really, really, really hopeful time uh, for this playoff stretch. And maybe we can end up beating some good AFC North opponents in that mix with Cleveland and whoever we have next, whether or not I I can't remember if it's Baltimore or Pittsburgh. I think Baltimore is the last game of the year. Um, So, that would then make, I think we play the Steelers again and then the Browns and then the Ravens, um, if I'm remembering that correctly, just based off of AFC North opponents. But uh, sue me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, either way, uh, I just want to see if we can go and continue to perform at a high level on offense, even when Joe Mixon wasn't like – I. I I was thinking about something watching this game and Joe showed off that he is able to run the ball and run the ball efficiently. Joe Burrow. I mean, uh, when he is able to scramble in the pocket and scramble out of the pocket and even in free range when he's able to go, obviously you saw a 19 yard uh, touchdown run uh, for, for the first opening touchdown of the game or no, that was the second, that was the second uh, Joe Mixon. Or wait, yeah, Joe Mixon scored the first one, I believe. And if I'm remembering that correctly, once again, sue me if I'm wrong. Um, But either way, uh, Joe Burrow is deadly with the ball in his hands. And when you get him in the open field running, he can go and bring another element to that RPO option. If you can get Joe to do a real good handoff fake and then pull it in, and then he can go and delay almost run, not necessarily a delay, but a designed QB run for maybe two or three yards for a first down, maybe on like a second and two. And then you get that defense thinking, Oh my God. Okay. I mean, it's not going to, it's not like a Lamar. Like I get it. It's not like a Patrick Mahomes. You're not going to have Josh Allen stiff arming you into the dirt, but Joe Burrow might creep around you on the outside. He's not necessarily going to just get dog walk dog walked by uh by someone in the secondary or someone uh, 
a linebacker coming down the middle of the field. He's going to give you room for your money uh, with his speed. And so if you can incorporate maybe one or two QB sneaks, I really think that would almost free up Joe Mixon in the running game as well. And even on Sunday, Joe didn't have a lot of touches, but he was efficient with those touches that he got in the run game. And obviously he had that touchdown uh, catch and run um, in the game, but still it's when he's getting the ball on a handoff in the RPO from the gun, it's really efficient right now. And he's making six, five, four, five, six yards a game. And if you're having numbers like that, Going from the start of the game, I mean, that defense is already going to kind of be on their heels. And if you can go and start out fast, especially against an Atlanta Falcons team who is going to try to run the ball and going to try to limit your possessions. And that really is the key to this game is just being able to control your possessions and control the game on your time. Jump out early, as everybody's been saying for the entire year. It's important to jump out early. It's important to get out fast and furious. But if you can go and control the ball and keep it out of Marcus Mariota's hands and they're going to run the ball, they're a running back by committee team right now. And if, if they're going to go and try to dominate you on the ground, cause they're not going to do it in the air necessarily. I don't think they're really going to try to test the secondary, but they're going to try to test this beaten up run defense. And we're really going to have to try to, do what we can to scheme people on the inside to be able to help them collapse into the box so they're not getting three, four, five yards gain on a crippled run defense right now with DJ Reader and Logan Wilson and some other important people, Josh Tupo, out uh, in there as well. So hopefully we're able to continue to control what we can control and stack good performances and games and wins and be able to go and push forward as a team and move forward and start getting these wins as we get into the real thick of the NFL season right here. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate all of you. Uh, This has been the new Wednesday show with me, G money. I appreciate all of you who tune in to whenever you listen in the good morning, afternoon, evening, Whenever you decide to join, make sure to follow me on Twitter at New Wincy Show and me personally at New Wincy G. Reach out to me. Let me know what y'all want to hear and what y'all want to interact with me with. If you want to hear something more, something less, let me know. I'm always here to answer your questions and I want to talk about stuff that everybody wants to hear about. And if that can help this channel and Make sure that it helps the boys out at Cincinnati too. That would be awesome. I just let's keep getting the interaction, keep going. Let's get this help the Cincinnati Bengals team get some wins and be able to do all we can as fans. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. Once again, good morning, afternoon, evening to all of you people who decided to join and listen. Thank you so much. I hope you all have a good Whenever you decide to listen to this, who day, roll tide, and good night.